It's good shit. All right, have you tell us when we're ready to roll and we'll kind of... <clears throat> good? Guys, <laughs> thank you for coming. Yeah. Thanks for having us, yeah. Dude, I, I really appreciate you guys coming. You're right up the road. <laughs> um, yeah, literally. Like yeah, right yeah up the road. literally right up the road. This whole thing started with wanting to support local businesses, telling people stories, telling my story, and uh, trying to inspire some people. But, you know, when I really get to spotlight people here in Point Pleasant and Point Pleasant Beach that I think are special towns, <clears throat> it's fun. And uh, I enjoy it. So, again, thank you for coming on. Yeah. So, you guys have known each other and been, you know, pretty close friends and acquaintances for many, many years. Goes back to young soccer. And how old were you at that time when you guys first met? Eighth grade, whatever that is. 12 or 13. Yeah, yeah that's a long time ago. It was the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> so, you were, what, 12, 13 years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and started playing soccer together and then, yeah. you know, really got got into the same circles of friends and then started skiing and snowboarding together so it kind of just really took off from there and yeah. it was phillipsburg phillipsburg new jersey yeah you're pretty much yeah. farmland up there yeah oh yeah not pretty much yeah it's uh, yeah it is farmland wide uh, open the last stop in new jersey the last exit in new jersey on 78 before you or you know it's our high school name was the state liners because we lined the state i guess i don't yeah, know yeah now on you the, guys on the state line. yeah we used to walk across the bridge to pa now we can walk down to the beach which is a a good trade-off, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys were up in the mountains. I made a joke prior to, you know, now you guys are both surfers. Yeah. You know, but you were coming down here. Your family had a, a place in Point Pleasant, actually? Yeah, my aunt and uncle have lived here for, for a it's real like long time. Yeah, yeah, like he, he was teaching teaching at Point Beach High School uh, in the, in the yeah, 60s or 70s. And uh, so they've they've lived right close to the beach. For You've been familiar forever. with the area. And, and your family had some place down in LBI, so you were also kind of... Yeah, you yeah. Get the was, feel of the beach and loving yeah, it. Yeah, it was just one of those things. Yeah, when you're a kid, I used to get like sick when I'd have to go home. Like I just, I'd get look at, going up the parkway, looking at all these people that got to live like, you know, right there. So it was just like I said, it was a goal of mine. Like it didn't really necessarily matter what I did, but I wanted to live at the beach. I wanted to make that, you know, that was, like I said, we look at stuff as like, it's not a goal. Like I, my goal is not money-based. It was, you know, happiness-based. And that to me, like I was always happiest. So yeah, figured, tried to figure out a way to make it work. And here you are. Here yeah, we are, here yeah. We are. So moving your life along, you guys obviously go through high school, go away to college. You were going to Stockton. You were going to Rowan, correct? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was going to yep. flip that for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, and they're only about 45 minutes apart. My older brother went to Stockton, so I was there a lot, you know. And, and we, we roomed together. Yeah, yeah they ended up roomed together. Older brother, so. so you guys were still connected, you know. Yeah, it was like, yeah. A, yeah, we'd still see each other. You know, we still had similar friends when we went home, you know, whatever. So when, you were, when you were partying at that point in college... Were you guys into, you know, craft beer? No, we were into <coughs> the quantity of yeah, beer. Of course. Like yeah. Keystone Light. Keystone we Light. Were, yeah, that. <laughs> I don't know what Rowan's beer was. It was, it was mostly the, Keystone or Milwaukee's Best. Ice. Yeah. The beast. We were booted out of a Rowan party one night. Yeah. It was in the basement. It was very, very, very tight. It, yeah, it gets uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, There's some good times out there. Yeah, we've had, we've, you know, we both mixed it up, but it was a, it was a good time. But, I mean, honestly, though, I mean, in an interesting way, um, so we, I'm, my major was advertising, minor in journalism. So I had an online journalism class. When I was 21, um, teacher was a really cool guy, and he was like, "You can, you have to do something news-based, but it can be about whatever you want." And I had just turned 21, and there was some really good uh, liquor stores down in Glassboro. So I was like, oh, "You know, I'm gonna do craft beer." You know, I picked up a couple. I'm 21 years old. I had no idea. You know, and it was just like I started to, you know, I had to do things, and I like 
interviewed the, the ordering managers of these bars. I covered the, you know, the Atlantic City Beer Fest in 2007. It was a little different Fledgling. back then. It was like Fledgling probably the size fun. of this backyard. Now it's like a, you know, a couple football fields worth. But like, yeah, I started to meet people in the industry. I got to interview some brewery owners. It was like eye-opening to kind of learn about how the culture, you know, was always a little different than anything you expected. It was more collaborative, more open just interesting people so that was kind of my introduction to it and then you know part of that was reviewing beers and i started to learn about different styles and you know all these different things and you know new jersey was a very different beer landscape and you know 15 years ago but got you interested in got the, me in interested the got industry. to meet some cool people and like I said it just you know we kind of just in you know kind of roll with it and bert you know kind of has a different introduction to it which is also pretty cool yeah too, how did so. you kind of get introduced to that yeah so I, I spent a lot of time um traveling i i was you know like like one of the ways that we met surfing, snowboarding, skiing, that kind of became my life in, in adventure travel. So I, I got to do some adventure travel. That's so cool, dude. Yeah, guiding for I want to do more company. of it so bad. Oh, yeah. keep, going, keep going. Yeah, yeah, no, I got, I got to do some guiding. I spent a ton of time in Oregon uh, and that is, um, you know, has a special place in my heart, but the beer scene out there was, you know, just kind of like San Diego. A lot where more developed. Yeah, way more developed way way back then. Mm. So, uh, you know, got to see firsthand what was going on out there and try some good stuff. And that really sparked an interest that, you know, wasn't, wasn't exactly um, flame yet, but it yeah. was just this little spark. And at the same time, he was doing the same thing. So to be able to have those experiences and then, you know, after college, moving into Brigantine, he got a job in Atlantic City. Uh, or like right outside mm -hmm. Atlantic City and um, you know we were just doing whatever post-college kids do like yeah. looking I mean he actually had a job in his field I was I was valeting cars <laughs> uh, but you know trying to think through like looking for something else to do when, when the waves were flat so we got to living together looking for something to do and then you know stumbled upon this thing brewing so uh we yeah there's a the homebrew shop down there with some it, guy that ran it was pretty intelligent you know he kind of guided us along for our first couple batches and then now for people who like craft beer but they they don't dive deep into it what's what's home brewing what's that mean so uh you're you know perfect it's perfectly legal to make beer at home mm -hmm. excuse me so actually mississippi just allowed home brewing like 10 years ago or yeah, five right. years ago because of like moonshine laws like a yeah. lot of places didn't allow antiquated laws. Yeah, and it's it's really not that hard. You can actually make some pretty great beer. Uh, yeah. The the back then we didn't have nearly as many options as we do now. So like if you wanted to do something wacky like a you know a passion fruit guava sour, yeah. you weren't gonna find that anywhere. You so if you wanted greens. to make that, you could make that, but you'd have to do it at home. And uh, so you know to be able to home brew and test out this thing and, and kind of like create it as a hobby and then snowball it into this bigger hobby that like requires more yeah. equipment and more yeah. different yeah, I mean, ingredients. It, started, it like, started with a, you know, a chili pot on a stove, you know, and a couple pieces, you know, a you know, little glass carboy fermenter thing. And, in a closet. Yeah, that was <laughs> like it. That I mean, really, it. it's not, it's not, there's not a lot of, you know, to get started in that, you know, it, it's not that much, it just takes, you know, if you want to develop it, like I said, you got to pay attention. It's detail oriented notes. You got to, you do something right. You got to figure out how you did that right. Cause yeah. if you just come back. Good? Yeah, yeah. If you come back a couple months later, you're not going to remember Shit, exactly what you did. Yeah. Yeah. What was so, the ingredients? Yeah. And that was, you know, one of the things like you kind of learn, you know, and there's some home brewers that just want to try something new every time they do it. And there's some guys that want to, you know, 
work on the craft and like so you'll meet some home brewers that have some very elaborate setups and make great beer like bert said it's it's you don't need a lot to make great beer we've kind of translated that <laughs> to a bigger scale yeah like i mean have the we, we keep equipment. the same mentality where it's like you know you don't you don't need to pay you know hundreds of thousands of dollars for your equipment just you know understand what you need what you know we call them wants versus needs like yeah, yeah. like these are things you need. There are specific things you need to have a brewery to homebrew, and then there's wants where like this would make it easier, make it faster, so easier. more efficient. Yeah. But you got to balance that if you want to continue to do it, you know, and you know, like I said, yeah. run a business and do that. Like it is important to balance those things. So how long did you guys homebrew before you started saying, "Hey, let's let's make this a business"? <laughs> like the first time we stirred the pot, <laughs> yeah. like holy hey, which moly. is pretty much anyone that's yeah. done yeah. it. Yeah, everyone has that conversation, I think, but. Yeah, no, it was, it was probably we a good... We would kill it. You know, yeah, think yeah, about all the yeah, yeah, think about, yeah. So, uh, so we, we, it was probably two years. Two yeah, years. 2012, of, I mean, a lot of brewers, especially in New Jersey, will tell you, like, the laws changed then. So, like, before 2012, you had to be a bigger brewery, like a Flying Fish or River Horse or, you know, Cane and Carton opened right before that. Like, you had to be bigger because you couldn't... The taste room really wasn't a money wasn't a driver so you could like sample but you couldn't yeah. sell. couldn't make money really doing that so you had to be big you had to get it out there once they changed that then we were when like did okay they change that 2012 it was 2012 yeah so they kind of relaxed it they allowed the tasting room where you could come in and you know you're essentially like a bar and and i want to hop, hop around a little bit right yeah, now yeah what type of problems that does that bring you when you're not really fully set up like a bar but you are serving you know alcoholic beverages beer what problems does that present well, yeah, I guess we'll first talk about the delineation is like, so they look at ours as an educational thing. Like if you're going to learn how we're making beer, we are only allowed to serve what we make there. So we, mm -hmm. you know, we've had people come in and ask for wine or Miller Lite or whatever, you know, and there is like some confusion in that. And like, there are some, there's plenty of restrictions on us. Um, but yeah. It people really come in and ask for Miller Lite? You oh, yeah. Know. You know, Buttery it's like one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get that across the bar. It's, you know, it's like I said, every, it, it, we we spent so much time in this industry, it's so second nature to us. And yeah. you, you have to step back sometimes and understand that, you know, some people are just coming down and they yeah, hear they this know. is a place to go. And like I said, we want to be accepting to everyone. We want anyone that comes in to feel comfortable. So, like, we're never going to, like, you know, shame anyone yeah, for not course. understanding, you know, even knowing what IPA means. There's probably plenty of people who drink IPA don't know what those that yeah. abbreviation means. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so we, you know, we try to keep it very relaxed and, and inviting for anyone, you know, if you've never tried craft beer, if you, you know, if you think you've tried every beer, you know, everyone, like everyone in between. And grab that lighter, please. We want people to, you know, kind of feel comfortable, but. So, yeah, so that, that, that kind of becomes that we can only serve what we make. We've also gone kind of a little bit extra in that, you know, there was some gray area in the law about like events and that kind of thing. Yeah, and bands, uh, bands, and trivia, and, night and and trivia nights, and that showing kind of thing. football so, games. Yeah, and and so you know, while that's those those are all awesome things that can bring people in on days that you know maybe they they wouldn't be in. Yeah, uh, we've just kind of steered clear. Yeah, of that. Uh, I mean, for this, like I said, we're we, you know coming into Point Pleasant Beach, the town was really great. They were really welcoming. Yeah, I think welcoming. they really needed you guys. They, yeah, I mean, they, 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 I think they, you know, we obviously, you know, they were excited to have us and, you know, they didn't, you know, they make us jump through any unnecessary hoops. It was pretty straightforward, but we understood we were entering a community, right? Like, you know, there's some breweries that are out in the middle of nowhere. That's a different story, but well, like. You're coming into a town. Yeah, yeah, we're multiple bars. Yeah, and like, you know, we're trying to sell our beer to them and then we don't want to be taking their customers. You know, we want them to come here and then go out there. So. Yeah. That's why, you know, like people, a lot of people continually complained about our hours, but, 
you know, we're trying to work that balance where like we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to poach the like 10 said, p.m., 11 p.m. Yeah, because it's important that our, be you know, we're only open so many days. It's important that <laughs> people are drinking our beer at B2 or Broadway. Plus, or it goes back to your lifestyle. You, know, yeah. you, you have Agreed. children at home and yeah, we don't wife. want to run a bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, you're looking to you know take advantage of other travel. Yeah. Um, being a single guy right now and, you know, who wants to work till 2 a.m., you know, you weren't yeah. opening that type yeah. of bar. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, we it. did plenty of those nights early on. Like I said, it was pretty bare bones, but it's, it, it's paid off too. Like I said, we've, you know, there's always problems. Like I said, if you own a business, right, there's problems, good yeah. problems, bad problems. Of course. Most of our problems have been pretty good. So, you yeah. know, like trying to figure out, you know, how to keep this going, how to keep it growing. And, yeah, you know, yeah, it really, really hasn't been too many, like, huge roadblocks it's just you know yeah. something else to figure out well i yeah. jumped around so i'm gonna bring you guys back yeah so 2012 you, you, you as soon as you stirred the pot and you smelled it you're like we should make beer yeah <laughs> how long from that point moving forward until you said all right we're we're, we're going yeah. and looking for space so yeah so, so we, we started probably, the pot in 2010 yeah it's probably so uh, for two years two years we we made some beers had some fun had some good support early on yeah. yeah and then um in 2012 is when kind of Nick, we, we were like, all right, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And, you know, my wife, uh, Danny, uh, who's another owner, she she was shit or get off the pot. Right. Uh, if you want to do this, do it. If you don't, don't do it. That's OK, too. Yeah. Like, but having that support and that like little nudge, you I need think that was push. really good. Yeah, it was really, really great. And at that point, did Nick go out to San Diego? That's when Nick moved. And uh, so he went to San Diego. <clears throat> he was kind of like grad school. <laughs> with beer yeah um, sweet grad school and yeah. Yeah, yeah and were you still writing yeah yeah i was working yeah I, I picked up some like freelance work because yeah i mean true to this day you don't make a lot of money making beer um, yeah. i was not making enough to live on you know so i i you know the place i used to work at that you know i still had some freelance work that i could you know balance it and you know i understood you know i was like you know i sold my car to get out there me and my brother shared a car and a bus pass and like i said you know you just you got to make some of those. Gotta, you got to roll the dice, right? Like, I mean, you can't, you know, nobody's achieved their dreams, you know, just waiting for them to come to them. So, you yeah. know, we, we took, definitely took some chances and looking back, there was plenty of ways it could have gone wrong or, you know, I mean, but that's, that's, it's hard not to love San Diego. I could have ended up just, you know. Staying there. Hanging yeah. Out, yeah, you know, spending Chilling. 10 years. But no, like I said, we were pretty focused on, on the prize. So I spent a year out there and got really good experience, made some good connections and then, once we came back, you know, Bert spent that time really like hammering down, making you know, beer. some of the beers. Is that what you're doing? Some of the beers. Back home still? Making yeah. beer. And like a lot of the beers you're drinking, people are drinking in our tasting room now are beers that, you know, we spent just every, you know, make it, tweak one thing, make it, tweak one thing, perfecting. You know, it was just. Which is not like typically what you think of when you think of home brewing. So like when we were doing it early on, it was like, you know, let's make this beer, let's make this double IPA and then this black lager and then this triple, uh, you know, Belgian triple. And then, cause it's so much fun to make all these different styles of beer. But when you really want to hone in on a business, you know, the consistency and the quality of the product was like the paramount. So. We start, you know, I, I started making four or five recipes just over and over again. And then when Nick got home, we just, we made four recipes probably for a year and a half straight. Yeah. Like, that was it. I mean, yeah, A-Frame was a beer we, it was just like, this is good. You know, what, what could else be can we do? What else can it we could do? It could be better. You know? It could be better. Yeah, right. So you guys really were perfecting your craft yeah, yeah, yeah. and like different said, we, aspects of it. Yeah, we yeah. spent, once I moved back, or it was almost four years before we opened. And yeah. it was just, you know understanding what makes a brewery, you know, looking at successful breweries, first of all, you know, understanding the business, you know, me working in a brewery, it wasn't just, 
it wasn't like I went out there and learned, I already knew how to make beer, you know, Bert already understood the process of beer, but like understanding how to make beer and understanding how to, a brewery operates very different things. You know, well, you got to look at, brewery, it's you got to look, yeah, yeah, yeah like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, one of the first things I was like, all right, we got to find, you know, we use now, you know, sometimes two, 3,000 pounds of grain a week. Yeah. And you can't just throw that on the curb. Yeah. <laughs> and some breweries have a lot of trouble with that, but that was one of the things early on. I was like, we got to find a farmer. You know, that's what they did out there. You, know, you got to find a farmer. They'll take it. You know, we don't charge them for it, but we don't have to pay to dispose of it. It works pretty good. And to lay a base, yeah. So farmers will take that grain and then they, they feed it to their animals. It's good feed for farmers. It's great animals. feed. It's got a ton of protein still left in it. We take, uh, I think, you know, our <laughs> farmer is, is really knowledgeable about it, but um, it's kind of like. you give it to a local farmer? Uh, yeah, he's, he's like got, Monroe. He's got like Monroe. It's beautiful you know, out there. Some of the off thirty three. Yeah. You know, there's a couple little towns, but yeah, he he's an ag science guy. He's he knows a smart guy. But yeah, it's just like those things, those little things, like process, like to make sure you're not you know contaminating anything. You know, in like, how how to move stuff between tanks. You know, like how getting beer tanks. from brewed yeah to out there. Like <laughs> it's just you know, I sat there and I go home after a day of work and I would write down notes and you know, what I thought was important and you know. Now at the time, were you thinking that you were going to open it and this was like yeah, yeah, this going was, to school? That's like, yeah, this was, yeah, like was kind of like the, the, the first puzzle piece. So like he was learning about brewery life, like, you know, on, on the larger scale. On an scale. operational, I guess. Five operations. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was, I was just, you know, making lots beer. of beer. So, yeah. uh, you know, that was step one. Step two was come home, perfect the beers, talk through marketing and like, what's the name going to be? And Figure out the money. You yeah, know, yeah, how are you going to get money for this thing? And, uh, and What then, year was that? It was like 2016 was like the like the business at we got. Yeah. I mean, we, I think, we, yeah, we, because, yeah, we, we licensed, we leased the space in 2016. So, yeah, probably 2015 <clears throat> into 2016 was when we like started putting the, you know, the financials together and the business plan, you know, like, how does this work? You know, how do we make money? How does this how do we turn this into a full-time job? Cause you know, at that time there was a couple other smaller brews that opened, but like, wasn't a lot of people doing this like as a living, you know, it was like yeah. supplementing, you know, yeah. like, how can we make this work? See, you know? Believing in your vision though, and chasing it down and knowing that it can create your living is something that like people just need to do when they want to go open a business. Yeah. It's Brewery, like half hard headed, half yeah, optimistic, but then also like if you're, if you're ready to, to put in the grit, to get there <laughs> like it's i it's, think it's an easy it's an easy thing to to have confidence yeah, it's I mean, easy it's, to get a 30 year old to go launch a business whatever it is yeah and have them go do it versus a 50 year old who was in that space and knows all the problems mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. a little bit of the innocence a little bit of the you know doe-eyed like yeah, oh, we yeah, do well, yeah and there's a little less on the line right if you got a family you got a mortgage you know like yeah, you said it totally was, like I said, we could have failed and, you know, like, all right, you know, whatever. Just yeah. <laughs> so you guys add it to the college debt or whatever. <laughs> open the store. <clears throat> One thing I like to talk about, and you don't have to get too personal. It's up to you, so I don't want to put you on the spot. But is, you know, giving these nuggets out in this podcast, right? So, like, you guys talk about capital and getting that capital up. Was it, you know, borrowed personal funds from family and friends? Was it going to the bank and getting a loan? You know, the last guy or, or two guys ago, Mike, you know, they started CKO Boxing Gym and Freehold, and they all put money on a balance transfer credit card to get the hundred grand to Ooh. buy the franchise. That's that's ballsy. That is ballsy. That's, that's ballsy. great. And and it was cool because that's what he needed to do to do it. So kind of how did, what was your thought process and plan behind building the capital to get this going? Yeah, I think our our first the the first kind of avenue was family. Yeah, like, you of know, can anybody help? 
Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, we actually <clears throat> got a few a, good, a few good leads uh, from family. Yeah. And you know that was the majority. Like we we each put in personal stuff. Uh, but I think probably and, uh, we did do an SBA loan. Too. We, we had an SBA loan yeah. too. But probably seventy five percent of our funding was was family yeah. driven as as loans, not yeah. as like hey give us some money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We also which was always great because we paid off. Like our family gave us money, we gave them more money back, which yeah. is a good thing. To, yeah, yeah what a win! That feels good. Yo, that yeah, it does feel good. Yeah, yeah. especially we. Uh, I think we paid all that off last August. Yeah. So. Um, everybody's happy. Everybody's got their money back. But uh, but we also structured it as you know for us it made a lot more sense to have it as a loan, like structured as a loan, yeah. right? You can go equity, you can go loan. Yeah. yeah, we had a lot of friends in the financial, and you know, they gave us the pros and cons. But mm -hmm. yeah, and, and we had friends also that started other businesses with you know with with um, with equity partners and. See and the problems the, you run into there. Yeah, yeah. And so we could More kind of like kitchen, anticipate, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> anticipate some of those issues. And, you know, ultimately it worked out really well. Uh, all the family got paid back and we, we took out an SBA loan that was yeah. uh, that was that was paid back pretty quick as well. We tried to knock that out, you know, and, and one of our one of our approaches was working other jobs mm -hmm. while we're starting this thing up so that we can knock down our debt and grow through cash. That yeah. was that was kind of our like yeah. if you're looking at this holistically and we we have a brewery, we have this thing that's now generating income. How can we ensure that we are doing this like yeah. for the next 20, 30 yeah. years, yeah. you know, like yeah, well, we yeah, set a, a good foundation for us. Yeah. Like I said, we wanted to create that buffer that, you know, kind of rainy day fund where like I said, you know, it's capital intensive, like yeah. running it, not just opening a brewery, running a brewery. Like I said, we ingredients are not cheap you know you, you're carrying a lot of stuff and then the beer's sitting in the tank and then you, it's that's all stainless steel equipment you know what i mean it all adds up and how is how breaking. is the, the, the current economic conditions affected you guys with your grains and things that you need to purchase with inflation everything's gone up yeah. i mean it wasn't even really inflate it's you know it's been you know everything like say we're dealing with the same thing you know it's one of those things like it, it would feel bad if it was just us but you know it's one of those things it's 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 another you know. yeah i like to ask those types of things like you know how do you get through it right so yeah everybody is dealing with it but everybody deals with it different yeah, yeah so so one of the things we've kind of based our business around is is on the sales side creating reasonable prices so that we can be um competitive in the local market we're not competing with sierra nevada they're, yeah. they're going to demolish our prices yeah. even yeah. cape may is demolishing yeah. it's our, an economy a, of yeah. scale yeah, yeah so we can be competitive in our local market where it's an easy sell right like on the on the on the tail end to, to bars yeah. to, to liquor stores so that kind of thing but also understanding that we have a little bit of wiggle room for when we do have increases and difficulty getting ingredients, that we have some space there to say, all right, we, we can margins. charge two, three, four more dollars here at wholesale, be, be, be able to recoup some of that loss, but also still be giving value to, to yeah. our, you, you move some partners. of the levers to make the overall yeah, yeah. macro picture. And we've always work. run lean, so it was like, yeah. you know, it's not like we were carrying excessive, you know, yeah. you know, what do you call it, you know, some of those fixed costs of, you know, Employment, like I said, we everybody works hard. You know, you know, yeah, we sign the checks, we scrub the toilets too. Sometimes, you know, like it's <laughs> yeah. our business. Whatever's got, you know, my my job titles, whatever needs to be done is going to get done. You know, whatever it is that day, you know, that's what makes you a good business owner. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it comes like I said, a lot of my family, you know, all small business owners, and you see that, you know, my dad just retired, but he was I never. I, there was very few days where I didn't see him do at least do a little work. I'm talking every day of the week. Like I said, it's just. You know, if you care about it, it doesn't really, you know, you, you don't have mind putting, you know, whatever hours it yeah, takes. Like I said, when we first started, like I said, we were working eight-hour days at our day jobs, and then 
putting in sometimes eight, ten hours here, you know, and then. It's like yeah, Dr. So Greg I, over I, at Port. He says the same thing. You know, I never oh. feel I like work a day now because I'm messing around with coffee beans. Yeah, yeah. Well, Greg is coffee. one of the most stoked individuals you'll probably ever meet. He's a, he's a, he's, a, he's the perfect advertisement for his coffee. I've never seen that guy down yeah. <laughs> yeah no he's good man well he manages his time really well too he's he's got he's got a yeah, lot he did a lot yeah, yeah he's got a lot doctor a lot. coffee yeah. shop yeah. he's a builder yeah yeah, yeah. he yeah. has a uh, honey he makes yeah, yeah, he does he honey as well. yeah, yeah. great honey too beekeeping yeah beekeeping for a long time yeah but. no he is he so is. so yeah we you know we've we've always kind of looked at the business that way and given ourselves a little bit of leeway uh and just like you know put in the man hours ourselves yeah, to try and get though. this done well I think and, it's, our, I think and our, it's also about treating people right like you know there was some breweries you know when this all came down they're like we're making sure we're getting paid we make, you know we're gonna come out you know everybody and then they're you know like well do we have to pay our stuff and it was like you know we reached out like one of the things i like to say a lot of my family small business you know, my grandfather my dad aunts uncles they're always like you know you can make, you can always cut corners. You know that'll help you right here. But he's like, you treat people. My grandfather, and my dad, always just treat people right. Be honest. Treat people right. He's like, that's gonna come back to you. Yeah, so, long game. Yeah, yeah. Play it just, long game. it just, exactly. it's easier. It creates less headaches. You know. <clears throat> so when that all happened, like I said, it was like, all right, you know, we understand you know, the situation you're in. Like, we're not worried about getting paid right now. Like, let's figure this out. We'll make it work. You know, working with them because you know, so we get that check now. But then they stop buying our beer. That's you know, instead yeah, it's of only you know, temporary. one check versus, you know, hopefully a hundred more 10, checks. 15, yeah, you know. 20, 30 yeah. checks. So, you know, it's always been about that and being honest. You know, if we if we messed up, you know, we're going to own up to it. We're going to take care of it. You know, like I said, just, and that's one of those things. Like, we worked controlled growth to, like, make sure we can take care of the people we're taking care of now, our accounts. And then you look at expansion. You know, every kind of summer we look at it like, all right, we've made it through the summer. What else can we do this year? How can we work on it through the winter? Then when we get to the next summer, try to make through seasons, and then yeah. just uh, you know it's like a year for us. Our, our I mean, year. It make this the the area makes it easy for yeah. heavy seasons. Yeah, you know, <sighs> you guys going along have this idea. You're now going to build out this space. You pick this space. You had your family and friends. Yeah, help you build this brewery, which is really <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. We asked a lot. We asked a lot yeah. of our family. I think we owe them more beer than we've actually led on to giving them. Yeah. <laughs> we owe them so much beer. They, uh, everybody was just so phenomenal. You know, uh, our, uh, like from, I think that year like that we opened from at least Valentine's Day, if not right before that. Valentine's probably Day. Three, three or four months straight every weekend. Through, yeah, through Memorial Day. It was like. I had a full house of like family just staying with it's like a hotel. <clears throat> it was the yeah hotel rolling. Yeah, it's uh so and well, we had and, people driving like I said hour and a half to come help, come help. You know, just to come work for free. <laughs> and we yeah we had friends that were like you know we hadn't seen in, in four five six years like just like yeah. what can we do like yeah, we come oh, yeah. help. Well, our, That's a testament to you guys though. Oh yeah being, uh, yeah I mean we, our yeah. general contractor was a guy we played soccer with in high school and he you know hooked it up for us to you know you know you need contractor sign off and paperwork you know he came yeah. and helped out you know it was you yeah, know, it stuff was, like yeah. that like everybody was just pitching him. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we were very, I mean, you know, the, we, as entrepreneurs, I think it's easy to think like, oh, we worked so hard and we were the ones and it always takes that, but it yeah. always takes some luck yeah. and, and some, and some, you know, and some support on, yeah, on yeah. every end. So I think oh, yeah. uh, you learn, you learn a lot about yourself. Like I said, I mean, Bert is like, like I said, Bert's very, like very good at you know like executing and building so like I said his, you know he was in there like we had plans every week it was you know 
it's tough because you accomplish one thing and then you look at the mountain of stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. ahead of you. And you look you, at the map of how do I get to the destination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, you like, see, like, all right, we did yeah. the we did the insulation that took you know we were we had, uh, uh, the one night yeah the people I work with that was like a Wednesday night we had to get it done so we get the fire inspector in there like six friends from work come in i i had pneumonia or something you know what i mean it was just like and they came <laughs> he in and passed it to all of yeah, us and then we were just like coughing up a storm like, hanging insulation my friends from work come and then we were there till two, 12 o'clock one o'clock in the morning these people were you know just come help and then we got it done and then you're like all right now we got to get the drywall up now yeah. you know it's just like yeah. it was a, it, definitely one of the it's hardest just things keep chopping, done. Yeah. chopping chopping yeah and That's i think business ownership yeah chop, chop, it chop. is like especially small business ownership it doesn't like stop yeah no yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not like the day's done. It's just, you got to find a point to stop. Yeah. And then but it doesn't ever to... stop, right? Oh, You're yeah. up and running, right? So to get the the train moving, it's a lot of pressure, a lot of steam, a yeah. lot of energy. But then once it's rolling, it is rolling, yeah. and then it's just different things you got to do Keeping along the way. Tracks, but it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember stops. like right before we opened, it was like, all right, you know, we made this beer, and you know, all of our friends have said they like it. But you know, then all of a sudden, you're just going to give it out to a bunch of strangers and. If you've ever gone on any beer review sites, yeah, if you've ever gone on a beer review site, people that drink crap beer are not always nice. the kindest. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like all of a sudden you're like, oh man, like I hope people like this. And and they did. And like I said, and you know, it's it did roll along pretty well there. And like problem with being a success is you can't just do the same thing to continue being a success. Yeah. You gotta keep you got to keep planning and growing, evolving, and evolving. Yeah, I think you can't like, get stuck in your ways. You can't be like, "This is what I like." You know, you can't just keep making that if no one's drinking it. You know, you got to be yeah. open yeah. to new things. Opening day was was kind of like for us um, was eye opening day. It was eye opening day because it, it it we immediately ran out of beer, <laughs> and so like the challenges of like really keeping up with a production kind of space where we need to make sure that we're, you know, in, in a restaurant, uh, you know, they, they have things way harder than we do and some things way easier, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, when you're talking about a product from, from start to finish, which for, for us is grain to glass, the shortest one we could possibly do is eight, nine days. Mm -hmm. And the longer ones are six weeks on the, on the lager side, you know, uh, but so we're, we're talking about, you know, that's when, a long process. Yeah. So, so when you run out of beer, especially like when you only have four or five on tap, it's, it's not like, not go like, pick up Bud Light. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> Jim, go run to Costco and yeah. grab us a whole bunch of buns. It's like, okay, we're out until, yeah. so how long is it for the grain to get here? Yeah. You know, do we have all the other, how much more we should need? we spend? Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to lay out the cash? Yeah. Are yeah. we going to get the return? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's a yeah. There's it took a lot of planning. You know, you make a lot of mistakes, and we've made plenty. I mean, I, that's the beauty. Uh, that you is the beauty. Learn from, think, don't make yeah. them twice. You know, that's really all. It Figuring is. it out <laughs> is the beauty, right? Yeah, it, 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 it's like you you start to hit these moments and these aha moments, and you're like, that's awesome. Like I see it working. This was a little bit of our vision. This yeah. is what we were, you know, uh, not envisioning, and yeah. how are we going to fix this? So. I think stopping along the way too to to really like take stock in it. What one of the things that uh, one of our brewers does really well is like, how does it feel, man? How's it how's it feel? Like how's how are things going? And how does it feel? And uh, I think it's easy to just keep like keep your head down and just like there's this mountain yeah. of work always. Yeah. It's never gonna go away. Yeah. So like yeah, take a moment to just yeah. enjoy it and like really bask in like all right, you're here. You're wherever here is. Yeah. Wherever yeah. here is. In you're the not stagnant moment. back there. Yeah. 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 And that's exactly. what a lot of people think and and entrepreneurship and, and business ownership it's like i gotta have the ideal plan i gotta have the ideal path i gotta have the ideal capital raise no you don't just start yeah just start moving there's forward. there's there's like a great balance of like work fast and break shit uh but also 
you know, one of the things that I've, I've really been taking to heart recently is I don't know, one of the old presidents, I think it was FDR, said um, planning is everything, plans are nothing, right? So <laughs> planning all the things in the right way <clears throat> is the only way that you can actually be prepared to, to make the leap. Mm -hmm. But then the plans, fucking yeah, out, out the window, window quick. right away. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, like you got to change. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. change. Every year you write down your revenue goals. You write down yeah, things you yeah. want to fix, new yep. equipment. And again, it doesn't always go that way, but putting that uh, those thoughts on paper are huge. Yeah. So talk about taking a break. <clears throat> you guys are both pretty well traveled. Um, talk about that for a little bit, because in my business, when I realized, and I read a book, and I, I, I'm going to start Googling this. I'm going to find it again and read it again. <laughs> I was on the beach in Point Pleasant Beach. I used to live down the road from um, Marlins and the condos oh, back yeah. there. Yeah. It's a great it, little spot. It over is. There. It was a little hidden spot. It was great. And uh, we go up to the beach right there, and I was reading this book, and the guy talked about I work in sprints of three weeks. I work for three weeks, and then I shut it down for three weeks because my creative side of my brain starts to slow. My ability to process things very efficiently starts to slow. And we were talking about traveling, and I thought it was always something that helped me big time is, hey, if I've been hustling for three, four months, I need to go get away, get to a cabin, yeah. get down to Florida, get to a golf course, do something. You guys both do that. Um, pretty well, and I, I think that's cool. I think more business owners need to stop and smell the roses. Talk a little bit about your travel and what you guys love to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, um, these days uh, travel has been a lot of uh, <laughs> it's been a lot of family commitments, right? World, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, we went to Disney World with the kids, which is great. Got to do uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, you know, my brother's getting married in May, so we went up to Burlington, and and that was awesome too. Just, there's an awesome brewery scene up there mm. in Vermont. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, with two kids, it's tough to get out. But like, even just finding those moments and taking those as opportunities to yeah. to release, I think, is an yeah, important I mean, part of that. Yeah. I think the idea is like you gotta sometimes you miss the bigger pick like you're so like said Bert said just nose to the grindstone focused you're missing what's going on around you you got to get out there and see what else is happening because yeah. you can like like I said I'm one of those guys like I you know it's like one of those things like I said most most people's best ideas when they're on the toilet or whatever it is when you get a moment of clarity where you're not doing the things yeah. you do every day like there's so many little things you have not to do every checking day. the box you're not yeah thinking about that aha moment like I said if yeah if i can get out i just got back from idaho we spent me and my brother and friend spent five days just like charging some gnarly mountains you know hiking. i heard it's been a massive migration out there to montana idaho yeah. And Utah. Oh, I mean, it's well, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Beautiful. There, there I, Utah, and I. I've just I did a van trip through Utah a couple of years ago, snowboarding uh, with my brother, um, and all those places. I mean, yeah, land's cheap because it's wide open out there, and they're both of those. Some of those places are really gearing to draw in some of, like the tech community. Like yeah. I mean, driving through Utah was insane. The amount of building going on out there, but. Yeah, I mean, you go out there, you meet different people. They're different, but they're the same. You know, everybody's, yeah. everybody wants and is caring about the same things. And you just, you know, it's just a good break from just, like, doing the different same thing Different perspective on you life. Gotta, like, yeah. You get out there, and, like, it's just good to just, you know, <clears throat> you know there's, uh, you know, we love making beer. There's, I usually say there's nothing I would rather be doing other than this, other than nothing, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like I said, I, I, could, I could keep myself busy, you know, like I said, snowboarding. I'm a big reader. I love just love reading for pleasure i love the idea of art and just you know new ideas I'm he's also one reading. of those guys that like he just takes full advantage of living by the ocean right like so <laughs> every day after work he'll hop on his bike especially when the weather's anywhere near warm hop in the ocean yeah. body surf a few waves you know just like that's enjoy why you're here the evening. Yeah, yeah yeah like i said i mean that's life is a here. grind man it's for us for anybody so like if you got to find those moments like i said for me the fact that i you know 
I'll pay a little extra money to have less property if I can, you know, people don't realize, you know, where I it's live. It's a lifestyle. I, I can ride my bike down the beach before work, take a swim, go for a surf. And like, yep. whatever happens at work, I've already done something I really enjoy. That's you know? invaluable to you. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean like that kind of stuff. And that's like I said, my vacations are not relaxing. I came back beat up, but like, <laughs> just like stuff. Energized. You get, yeah. you get like your creative juices falling. Like when I go away, like he knows I'm going to fire out just... Just yeah, like, 13 ideas. Yeah, like, just right like, boom, row. boom, yeah. boom. Like, yeah. just, I like, get that time. Like, or are you out there just not thinking at all? It depends. I mean, I'll be, the last week, it was just like, I'm not looking at, you know, like, the, I mean, the snow was great. Condition, it was a new place. Like, I love seeing new places. You love seeing new things. Like, challenge, like, so you, one of those things you want to know if you still got it. I mean, I'm 35 years old. There's probably not a lot of 35 years old. Like, we were talking about, we rode, when we go snowboarding, it's not like, hang out, have a couple no, beers. It's it was a grind. Like, be there, first chair, eating on the lift. Yeah. We only get wild. We're trying to see them out. We're trying to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll crack the beers open on, we'll <laughs> go in the woods, crack the beers open on the last run. Yeah. You know, that's our app rest style, is find some place in the woods to hang out at the end of the day. But like, you want to see if you got it. You want to try. I still, I'm still pushing myself in that respect. It's just one of those things, like, I, you know, you that's don't want to lose it. Yeah. That's how you get it yeah. out. That's yeah. So, yeah, like, you get that that energy out and then yeah then like i said it just makes it easier to come back and be like all right you know i, yeah, I can do that i go. can handle this and but yeah there's been times where i've been somewhere else where you go yeah like i said if i travel i do try to stop at a brewery yeah mm -hmm. i've been to breweries i drove back like i said i worked in san diego for a while i drove back across the country every place i stopped i hit a brewery and you know by the grand canyon and st louis and mm -hmm. wherever it didn't matter what does the tap room look like what does yeah. the brew system look what like what, what kind what of are glassware are they using? like where's yeah. their head at where, yeah. what's their vibe oh, here? i walk in a restaurant how are they controlling sound here i like what they did here like i'm gonna remember yeah. that you know it's just little things like that and then every once in a while yeah if you get a moment of clarity where you're just thinking about you know this is beautiful. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. All of a sudden, you never know. Like I said, yeah. it's one of those things. Ideas like pop in. Yeah. In the middle of the night to write something down. Like you don't know when inspiration is going to strike. But it is. Like I said, it's important to write this. We love doing this, but it's not the only thing we love. You yeah. know, you gotta. You can't sacrifice. I think that's what everything. being a business owner is all about. Yeah. Is the freedom and flexibility. Oh, 100%. That was yeah. That was for that, us, it was like, how can we surf? You know, how can we surf? You know, all two the time, kids. So. Yeah. You like to travel too, right? Yeah. I, I got a son. Another one on the way. To be able to pop on my beach cruiser, being close to the beach, go to the, the park in Bayhead or up to the beach with the dog. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's something that not somebody can, no. you know, someone can't do that if they're commuting to New York City and they're not no. home until 8 o'clock yeah. at night. Yeah, exactly. oh, absolutely. Exactly. Where, where, where else do you like to travel? I know you said you lived in Oregon for a little bit. What? Yeah, I mean, so uh, for a long time, it was surfing and snowboard trips. Nick and I have been to, you know, uh, Colorado together. We've been Barbados. to Barbados, um, awesome. you know, just some some fun, fun little excursions that usually revolve around around surfing and yeah. skiing or snowboarding. No flat earth, I think. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> just trying to ride some kind of bump somewhere. Show me hills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Show me hills. It's all about flow. We call it, what we call flow state. We got a beer. Like flow state is essentially like anything you can do where you're getting you yeah. have to focus on it so much that you forget about like what, time doesn't matter anymore. whatever and else you like, do whatever else whatever other stuff you're carrying on your shoulders like if you can get into that mode and that for me snowboarding surfing yeah. that's it where you're just like you're so hyper focused and it just everything else just melts away yeah and I totally you just get like, it 
And now with the, with the family, you know, a lot of the travel has been like little experience stuff. But yeah, of um, you know, my son is is uh, turning four in March, so we'll get him on uh, get him on some there. skis. Yeah. Uh, but you some get upboard. to experience it with him. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah. And, and that's, with that's your the wife. beauty of yeah, it's the yeah, beauty of having. And the little I, ones. I grew up in a family. Everybody, every, my sisters, my brothers, my dad. You know, my dad skied his whole life when we started snowboarding. We've been around it. My dad's forty something years old. He picked up snowboarding. You know, and he's still he's sixty five. We just got him. We got him to buy. He's been all over. You know, which I mean? is which is saying something because snowboarding was one of the most painful yeah it's embarrassing I've ever it's painful yeah i went like on a bunny learned. hill once with my boys that all snowboarded and i was like yeah i'm gonna go to the fucking lodge and drink bourbon <laughs> yeah. and that's what i do <laughs> yeah. I, and i still to this day i go you know, we've been out to aspen vale vermont you know we, we go it's like i'm gonna go find snowmobiles yeah good steak and pork chop and some bourbons or beers Skiing's like, way more yeah. fun on the like very like if you're just learning just ski yeah. <laughs> you're only gonna go a few times just ski yeah you can it's have cool to say you snowboarded but it's way more fun to ski just for those yeah. few days if you're gonna actually do it for a long time yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the other fun. part of that is like we've talked about i mean so i mean yeah like there are people that create a business or a brand and like I said, we're very focused on the brand, like not just the beer, but like the whole experience. It really is, you know, you experience can experience you're creating you, for someone else that may be traveling to yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Well, and this may be their vacation. Yeah, well, yeah. like I said, there's plenty of ways to get drunk, right? Yeah. You can drink anything, but like having a beer is a specific, you know, to us is like Feeling. a thing, right? Like, you know, you're hanging out with your friends, you can just yeah. have a couple beers, you know? Like, I'm mad I can't have beers with you guys tonight. That's I an get experience. It. Yeah. Fun. So, yeah, I mean, that's one of those things, but like part of that is like, right, we're, our brewery's called Last Wave. Like, we don't want people like we don't we don't want people to think that's just like us trying to grab that like I said just trying to co-op that experience like this is who we are like last yeah. wave is who we are as people this is much. an organic expression of like what this we is like you know this is a brand but this is you know us pretty so laid-back guys so that, let's talk about the brand real quick yeah yeah so you guys obviously surfer dudes you know you love traveling how did you come up with last wave <laughs> yeah I mean, well, we spent a lot of time, you know, batting around ideas. Like, so that's what I used to do for a living. I used to sit around and create brands for other people. A bunch of our beer names are names that we wanted to make the brewery but didn't quite fit right. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where, like, after you do that for a while for other people, you're making other people's dream come true, you know, hoping that. And it was like eventually we'll find something that we want to do. And then, you know, the brewery came along and... You know, like I said, we we had a couple ideas that we thought really fit. You know, like I said, we're it's not just like we're gonna come up with something and that's it. Like we think about like the layers of what this means, what it means to us, what it can mean to somebody else. And you know, last wave, um, uh, it's it's an interesting one. Like I said, it's it's got some meaning to it because like, right? You you have to have last wave at some point. You got to come in. Like I said, when you get in that state and you're out yeah. there, like I I could spend all when we were kids, I spend all day in the ocean, yeah. like, literally, because it's you know you. It's hard to have a bad time out there. Chief Let me be patient. Yeah. Like, Let me be patient so, and find the best wave, yeah, the so last like, wave in. Yeah. yeah, so in, yeah, exactly. That's kind of the sentiment. The, the funny thing is in surfing, like you don't want to call out like, all right, this is my last wave. Like it's almost like a, a curse. A curse. Yeah. But the idea is that like, yeah, like you, because you <clears> want <throat> your last wave to be the best ride of the day. Cause that's yeah. the one, that's the last one you remember. It's just like golf. I want my last yeah. shot to be solid. Yeah. So it brings me back next exactly. time. Exactly. And it's translatable to anything. And that's yeah. the idea that like, that's the one that's going to, whatever you like doing, like the last one of it that's the one that you're going to remember and hold you over until you can get back out on the yep. golf course or the you know whatever the, it is. the, the boat, ocean whatever it is yeah. so like and that's the way we want this this beer to be like now were you floating in the ocean ready to hit your last wave of the day and you were like 
last wave. I don't think so. No, <laughs> it was too. It was a great we, story. Should just roll. I know. Yeah. <laughs> this is the story. Yeah. No, we. Too honest. We, we yeah we're, we're we we just like honestly sometimes we get just too into it like too too deep yeah. and like I'll have to say to him like is that just too. Fucking yeah, yeah. weird and deep. Like, yeah. is anybody gonna get that? Is that like yeah. a, a like does a it, hidden? It's the one percent. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not. Someone who thinks deep like you do, or yeah. maybe I do. Yeah. 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 I saw last wave. I was like, surfer dudes like craft beer. Like, yeah. yeah. Instantly, that was the most simplistic yeah. thing to go. Because, through. like I said, yeah. it does translate to beer, right? Like, we want our beer. to the beer you bring like if you're going to hang out with your friends yeah. you're having a good time like around a fire right that's that's out, your like, break from life that's your whatever we want you to remember that beer we want that beer whatever beer you drink from us we want that to have that same idea like oh yeah i remember going and you know whatever going up with my friends and hanging out around the fire pit and you know i wish i was there again you know i remember that beer like it's this we want to craft feeling. that we want yeah. this beer to be that good that you know that's going to hold you over until you can get back together that's with cool. your friends you yeah. know like that's that. kind of our mantra that he says in all of our cans best enjoy with friends because like it's life that's fear that's anything you know it's anything yeah so you guys open 2016 2017 you know things start to scale you're hiring more employees <laughs> you're figuring out equipment you're figuring out all your planning of what what beers you're doing i'm sure you're going through different stages to figure out what types of beers we want to make you're also probably looking at the market going what's what's trending out there yeah um, where, how does that play to what we are and without leaving our, our realm of what we do and what we do yeah, best? hundred percent. So getting into the business side of it a little bit more, you start to obviously grow. What were the growth patterns like? Was it like the first year it was like a, a mad rush cause it was new and then it, it kind of scaled down or was it? You did even more business the second year because you you opened up more hours or how did that go for you guys? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's 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 been overall it's it's been kind of steps. Yeah. Right? Uh and it, and it's not because of just our brand has grown the exact same amount every year. Of course. But like you said, you know, we we got some opportunities to really like every year we think about like Nick was alluding to before summertime can we hang on can we make enough beer to service like everybody that wants to drink it how do we make more next year and it's not just how do we make more next year but how do we how can we add to the experience add to the experience whether it be with like nicety stuff that makes our lives easier or stuff that makes the customer experience better or stuff that makes more beer we try and balance all of those together so i think you know been early growth on, every year yeah yeah it's been steps yeah. but not because of not because of just great brand growth it's been some year you know the i uh, sometimes it's been scrappy like all right we could just open more hours and mm -hmm. like let's go to the town because we agreed on with the town the hours that were open uh those kind of things that help kind of increase that sales volume and the opportunity but um you know we uh, i shouldn't say steps because covid was kind of like a weird different thing but yeah. we were able to we were able to still produce growth numbers during COVID. Well, you guys adapted as a by business being, owner. Oh, yeah. by you went outside, yeah. you were yeah. selling cans, you know, yeah. you guys, you Well, know, like I said, you know, we talked about a little bit, your wife, like, you know, we, during the pandemic, one of the things we did, we made like a base sour recipe and then each week we did something new. Cause like, like it's easy to get somebody to come in to try a beer for, like I said, the first year. Yeah, it's easy to get 
Yeah. When you first open, you're new. You're excited. Everyone wants to see. Let's go they, try. They it. want to judge it. They want to know is it good? Is it bad? They want to tell their friends they've been there. You know, it's that whole aspirational thing. It's hard to get people to come back again yeah. and again and you again. Switch it up. Especially as you get the more you get older, right? There's how many breweries have opened in the past five years? You know. Mm -hmm. So for us, yeah, it's you got to pay attention. A, we, we we have a pretty good compass of like what we want. You know, we're not going to go off and chase trends just because everyone else is doing that. Yeah, I think you na you nailed it on the head with saying that you know being you while still being able to produce growth uh mm -hmm. it's it's a really important thing to us so when you when you see us not putting out the latest crazy beer idea it's because we love making yeah. beer and and these are the yeah. styles you can be you can be thing. whatever you want to be but if the market tells you this is where you are it's sometimes it's good to embrace that you know yeah. we looked at like they're we're, we're, we're different you know we we don't just follow a path because others have been successful at it it's like i said it's that why not? I think you know? the best thing you could do as a business owner is knowing what you're good at and what you're not. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I said, don't like be yeah, don't yeah. force yeah. yourself yeah into a box if it's not fitting. So you know, like I said, we've you know, yeah a lot of people people like beer, like people like getting drunk, but you know for us it's always been about flavor. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you see a lot of our beers are you know even we're not cranking out eight, nine, 10% beers because mm -hmm. that's not what we, you know. We love drinking beer. Yeah. I want to drink two and or three beers. I don't want to exactly. drink one. Exactly, from a business perspective, yeah. You well, know, yeah, that, that don't alienate yourself either. Like if yeah. people are going to drink one big beer or, you know, yeah. three You try and enjoy it over four hours, you might have five, six yeah. beers. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. and like, yeah, we're not just making. You don't want make, a 10 or We've never yeah. focused <laughs> on one style. You know, it's like, all right, you know, we want, you know, like you said, we want mom, dad, you know, grandma, grandpa, everybody would have something. You know, dark beers, light, you know, light beers, fruity beers, hoppy beers, bitter beers. Yeah. Try to keep a good balance. And that doesn't get us on the news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no one's getting <laughs> super excited. But yeah. like the best compliment we get is like every beer tastes like it should. You know, we look at like we when we try a new beer style. We we'll get a couple beers. You know, some of the best of that style and drink it and like try to understand what makes it special. You know, like I said, we say style matters, right? Like each beer style there's you know some people say a lot you know i like ipas i didn't like this it's like don't don't compare it to an ipa it's like yeah, it's different you know look at this not as like all beer styles are not apples it's fruit you mm -hmm. know apples and bananas are way different they taste good for different reasons you know yeah. so you know it's kind of that that concept of just like really thinking about the whole experience like yeah we can make one great beer or we can make you know, a wide range of beers that people, and that's why it's And easy. doing well. And that's what why What is your most popular beer? Is it the Sours? It's A-Frame. A-Frame, I was gonna sure. say. A-Frame's probably 50%, and it's part, yeah, like we, we knew that was gonna be a popular yeah. beer, right? IPA, it's easy. IPA yeah. is, IPA. <laughs> it's like a finance, four, I want a 401k. Well, do you really want a 401k? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. IPA, it's like everybody yeah, yeah. thinks IPA that. IPA has launched craft beer. It's been the 50, 50, over 50% of the market of craft beer forever, yeah. and it's going to be. I love IPAs. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, but, like, even inside IPA now, it's like any music genre where you have, you know, Yeah, whatever. subsets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, and we've... What is like, the second? Is it sour? Uh, it's tough to say. Ooh, what's a second? I mean, Right Coast is the first beer that put us on the map, because one of the things, like you said, so, like, IPA, the, the uh, style, huge, but, right, I mean, we're going to sell beer in a bar... Right, they're not going to take Kane off. They're not going to take Sierra Nevada off. You know, all these IPAs that people know. Mm -hmm. So that was, I think, one of the benefits to us was that we were making different styles of beer. Yeah, how so do like, we be different? Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, we come in and they're like, oh, we don't have a red ale. You know, well, we make this red ale all the time. You know, yeah, and we got into good. different bars that weren't craft beer bars because of the same idea. We were making beers that weren't just, you know, like you can make these crazy beers, but when you when a bar, we we'll talk to bar managers and they're like, well, it's really hard for me to sell this 
triple dry hopped IPA with these flavors in it, you know. So we were able to access different bars. You know, we got in there with our, you know, Right Coast Coconut Porter. We got named one of the best beers at the first Asbury Park Beer Fest we went to. That got in the news. We had people coming in from that. And all of a sudden, like, yeah, we're known for a dark beer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Nobody gets known for a dark beer. These yeah. Days. But it, 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 it was like, you it's know. kind of how it happened. Also, we, we call it black uh, gold because, like, you know, people still, like, that's their beer. We, we, if we run out of that, there's people like, well, that's why I came here. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, so, but yeah, and then understand that, you know, don't, yeah. don't, don't get upset. Like we knew A-Frame was probably one of the best beers we made. And then like slowly, once people trusted our beer, then we were able to work into that. Now, like I said, there's... Well, we had Finns on and yeah. Pat is like a, a crazy good chef. He could do... Oh, uh, we love Finns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of Finns. He could group. do high end, you know, white tablecloth type of dinner. Yeah. Um, and then he comes up with all those menus that he has at Finns. And he's had a lot of these um, uh, menus personally for years. But their best-selling thing is their Hawaii Five-O, which is just a grilled chicken Caesar yeah. wrap. But <laughs> he does got a cool little twist on it. It's got little crunchies oh, on it. Yeah, it yeah. is delicious. Oh, no, yeah. I'm a big green yeah. room guy. What's the, uh, what's the, the one with plantains in it? Uh, the Natty Dread. Natty, I mean, Natty I, Dread. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just <laughs> so you, fantastic. So, you, know, you know, these guys are, you know, especially him, he's a chef. Yeah. And he's probably proud of a lot of other things he's done, right? You love your IPA. But then again, something like your dark beer is what kind of yeah. puts you on the map yeah. locally. So it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think one of the things about A-Frame that, that is an interesting kind of, I don't know, maybe case study, at least for us, is like, so there are a lot of juicy New England hazy, IPAs, yes. hazy, mm. hazy, juicy New England yeah, IPAs going on right now. Yeah. And they're fantastic. A-Frame sits in this like weird in between yeah. where it like has some classic notes. It's also hazy and it's got some of those like passion fruit, grapefruit notes. So we're trying to ride a line yeah. uh, that is like accessible to people that may not understand what the difference between a West Coast IPA and, and a, a hazy New England IPA are. Um, but something that literally you could reach for and anybody that yeah. likes beer could enjoy this, or likes hops could enjoy yeah, this it's beer. Swiss Army knife and beer. Like yeah. some, we've, I've, we've had old ladies ask for something fruity and give them that and they like it. And you ask for, you know, hop heads, whoever. Like I said, it really does just. Yeah, it's whatever you're looking for. It's Your brain's going to It's the juiciest beer you're ever going to have, yeah. but it's also like but it really sit expressive. Heavy. Yeah, it's, it's got some malt. Yeah, sitting heavy is big too. Yeah. Some IPAs are just like, Dude, exactly. I just eat yeah. a loaf of bread. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Am I drinking? Am I drinking candy or ice yeah. cream? Yeah, yeah. No, it's you know, like I said. So we, you know, we're very particular about not just the beer we make, but what beers are around it too. Mm -hmm. So like that's part of the tasting room experience. Is like, you know, people do want to come and try a bunch of different things. Or yeah, you know, they I wanna... like to try all the different ones when I come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, that's, and that like I said, try and make it easy. That's how you that. get people to come back yeah. in. Like once they trust the couple of beers you make, all right, you know, they're, then they're willing to maybe step out of their comfort. We've had people that like I only like this, and then. We had, there's a couple that come that's been coming in since we've opened, and they at first they only drank the two dark beers we made, and then you know you, you give them a little sample yeah, here the there, and then all yeah. of a sudden they yeah now they're drinking the sour beers, or drinking this beer, you know, and then it just becomes fun, you know, it's it's a learning. It's like experience. wine too, you yeah, know, all different yeah. types of wine. Exactly, yeah, and that's one of those things. Once I really got into craft beer, now it really is like a, you know I've started drinking more wine, you know, you pair of food. food, yeah, yeah, like that's yeah when we do like we do beer dinner pairings, that was one of the coolest things for me to see. Our you beer do that use. right at last wave. No, no, like we'll we'll bring our beer to a restaurant. We did All first right. one we did was Half Moon Point, Chef Bass, mm -hmm. one of the Oh, he's great. He's fantastic. <laughs> but like yeah, seeing it like said so now uh, Bam Bam Burger Co. open across the street and they're like, We'd like to use Red Sky with our French fry beer batter and I was like And I love the business owners working together. Like yeah. that's what this is about. Uh, right? no, I mean Point Pleasant Beach, fantastic town. Everybody we've met. Great like town. Said, 
you know, like I said, Gordo's right next to us. We do a beer with him. You know, like yep. I said, we're you know we're surfers. You know, we a lot of our gear comes from him. Like we've hooked it up. What's that? You know, was that Circle Brewery or the one right off Exit One Hundred? Um, a jug handle. Jug handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jug handle. Oh yeah, and that's another thing. Like I said, if we're short on ingredients, you know, we'll call the guys from Icarus, Kane, Jug Handle. We all, yeah. everybody's like, you're working together. It's like it's like it's like uh, Burger King making Big Macs if McDonald's ran out of buns or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it doesn't happen except in this industry. And that they did something cool too. I know they did something with Jamie from Eclean, bro, where they're like. Yeah. Made him a beer based on things he likes. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, threw I mean, his face on and this little cartoon. <laughs> yeah, character. yeah. Like so, yeah. yeah. For us, we worked with uh, Mogo up in Asbury. There were guys we I'd met, you know, volunteering, and uh, one of the owners sent me this thing that somebody in Texas made a pickle beer, and he was like, "What do you think about this?" You know, because they make kimchi, which is fermented cabbage. And we're like, "You think you can do this in a beer?" And we were like, "We love kimchi." We're like, maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe. So we, you know, we do, it took us about a year to like. Fact that figure it out where it's like it's yeah it's approachable where people are going to enjoy it but it's different and like we you know we did that we teamed up with them we uh raised and money. didn't you guys do something with the coffee or the coffee oh beef? yeah, yeah five four is our chocolate yeah. coffee stout yeah That's, that was like we need a good ing we need the, an ingredient and the right coffee makes a big difference and mm -hmm. port coffee makes fantastic. i'm not a coffee drinker yeah. i love the smell of coffee so that's Dude, why he's I love got coffee beers. Him and Grace have good coffee. Not to give him another plug. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. Insane. It's fantastic. And I really do love That's Dragon. probably the only he's coffee I've drank character. in my entire life, essentially. But like I said, it's one of those things I love the smell of coffee. When you walk into their yeah. place or they bring that coffee in and you crack that lid and it's well, just Well, like, he's also one of those guys that's like not afraid to ask questions, which I think yeah. is like a, a huge part of like owning a business is like being in all of the other things that you don't know. So like when he first came in and we started talking about how we have cold brew, their cold brew on tap too. Mm -hmm. um, he was like, holy shit, that like, so it's it's a nitro pour. Yeah, he this, wants to learn. Yeah, so like it was, a we, we were pouring it on nitro and it's this beautiful cascade. It looks like a Guinness, but the it's minor bubbles, yeah. And it just like tastes like creamy coffee. It like tastes like the coffee has milk in it, but it actually doesn't, it's just the nitrogen bubble. And he's like, how, how do we do that? We're, we're, you know, and we start talking about him opening up a shop and, and um, you know, so we, we went down there and helped him set up his tap system. Yeah. He's got a beautiful tap system yeah, down there does. that like- He spent some money on that Bars don't even have. Yeah. And he like, we set it up for him because he's like, I want it to pour exactly like, like that. And it does. Matty, yeah, my operations so... guy, gets the, the nitro oh, cold yeah. every time. Uh, it's a great setup. It's, it's, it's fantastic. And like I said, it really, it is, it's just, yeah, like like Bert said, like I I'm one of those people too. Like I if I appreciate things I can't do, you know. Said so when you look at like the art on our cans, like I love coming up with ideas and then to see them executed. Yeah, you know, like I said, we work with a lot. That's of That's Evan artists. for me. You know, yeah, I have yeah, visions yeah. and like, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's funny. Like yeah. a lot of our cans are designed by tattoo artists because like it's like he's gonna put stuff on my skin. And, and you guys are you know, talking local. You are paying local artists. Yeah, too. local artists. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. one of those things. It was like a little different. Like you know, our our cans. We figured it would be better to stand out as being like reserved. You know what I mean? Like you see a lot of cans where it's just like this wild, yeah, wild, and, it, and that works. All black, all purple. But yeah, for us, we were like, how can we do something different for each beer, but make it recognizable? So the kind of white can with like this art panel, mm. and keep you know. it local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I said, all right, well, we don't have to just work with one artist. You know, this is like yeah. So then like each beer, you're like, all right, well, you know, we've seen. Yeah, this like guy, this one know. is way different than a frame, yeah. right? Like, but it's still yeah, it's a very really minimalist. Cool and enough. then this one's but that's a cool. It also style. makes a whole story and narrative around yeah. that beer. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everything that goes into it, the exactly. artist, the vision. Yeah. 
And cool. like I said, yeah, yeah. We give them, usually put their Instagram handle on the can too, yeah. so you can, if you like their stuff, you know, reach yeah, you out to go check people. them out, buy some of their art. Like, yeah, yeah, you guys are definitely supporting local business. Yeah, and no, exactly. And we've seen a job. lot of support from the local community. That's what I mean. Like I said, we, you know, we try to give back whenever we can. Like I said, some of those beer, like Mogo, we did a thing. We helped raise money for Asbury Park Dinner Table, which buys food from restaurants mm -hmm. from do with donations, buys from restaurants, gives people in need. So you're helping restaurants and people in need especially during covid that yeah was so like and we big... work with like i said we, we we this year we sponsored the point beach surf team they were cool That's with it awesome. like i said we were like you know this is something obviously we we know how enjoyable the ocean can be you know we try to get involved with those kind of things because like giving got... back giving back is is awesome and a lot of times people be like well this person's giving back because it's it's beneficial to their business yeah so someone was telling me a story i, I think again jamie from eclean bro and he's like i met Tony Hawk and I was like fuck Tony Hawk you know like yeah. he's a douche and he had been going through some tough things in his life at that time he didn't know but he's like he's showing all these skate parks that he's building in these you know poor areas mm -hmm. but that's because he's selling skateboards like even if it was just that yeah who cares you're giving back you're helping young surf you know how yeah, many yeah. surf teams don't get off the ground because they don't have the funding yeah, for it yeah, you know the local yeah. school districts struggle with funding yeah, yeah. oh yeah we, we've done wrestling mats you know yeah, you boosters. guys are doing cool yeah, shit yeah we're you know. trying like I said, we get involved. Uh, Best Day is another really cool organization. They take kids with developmental disabilities surfing mm -hmm. or to the beach. You know, it's some of those kids. I mean, some of the stuff. It's you know, just like to said, enjoy the ocean. Like I said, like we talked about how easy it for us granted. to go to the beach. Yeah. You know, and I know how much that means to me. So like to help kids do that. So that's something we've raised money for. We volunteer, volunteer every year. Yeah. It's like one of You're my altruistic. favorite. Yeah. One of my favorite weekends of the year is to go out there and just like oh yeah, push kids into waves and yeah. just like, like say see, you see the faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Man. I was gonna say you see that stoke and like that's we're about spreading. Like it's got to be positive. That's just, one of those happiness indicators that we're talking about, where it's like this entrepreneurial venture yeah. is not necessarily about. We just, were able just to do this because yeah, yeah, that we are a business owner. Yeah, we are yeah. We really, we really like the yeah. the. You know, instead of money, we're not just like solely focused on that. The happiness indicators in life. Uh, I think things are shifting that way. I think for a long time it was like I believe in capitalism all day, but it's a doggy dog world. And I think the older school guy was, was get the nose to the grindstone. Yeah. They never, faster, they never yeah. faster, more fast, 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 fast. Yeah. Now yeah. more, more, more. And then I think they would look back on their life and be like, Dan, I missed so much. Yeah. And I didn't turn around enough and, yeah. and help the next guy back up the ladder. I didn't get involved yeah. in the community more. Yeah, well, yeah. Maybe I wouldn't have enjoyed that. Yeah, like yeah, you said, yeah. Main Street's almost disappeared for a yeah. while. Because you got the big box store, sure, it's very convenient to go to BJ's, whatever, you know, to order your stuff online. But, like, yeah, you go to a local surf shop, you know, that dollar you spend is going back into your community, yeah. you know. So that's one of those things. If we're going to expect people to come here yeah. and buy, you know, pay a little more for beer, like, yeah, we're going to go buy our stuff at Borden's, you know, for our off supplies. You know, we get our ingredients, you know, whatever we can get local. You know, we try to figure that out because, like, it, 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 you know, if we're expecting people to support us locally, yeah. we got to support the I'm community. I'm big on that, man. That's, yeah. that's everything I do. And that's probably why my business has flourished is because I've been so concentrated yeah. in the specific area yeah. Yeah. and yeah. just building those relationships. And yeah, and this community, it shows that it works, right? It, it works does. for everybody. Yeah. You know, like I said, so that's why we love being here. Like, we've felt very accepted from this community. We want to give that back whenever. And you guys have no up. real problems up there. There's not yeah. fighting. Yeah, yeah. We so we, yeah. we went through. I think it was like two years ago. We went through with the uh, with the the town. Um, we were we were trying to do something. I don't know if it was what, at the opening of the beer garden or if it was like the hours thing. And uh, one of the people asked, like, "Has there been any, any com police complaints?" And uh, we had to come back. We had to, we had to come back like you know another two or three weeks later. And I was like, no, there's been no police complaints. And they're like, let's check. And they just checked and like, 
literally zero. Yeah. <laughs> Police complaint. No, no neighbors yet. We yeah. Didn't. It's I just, think the vibe of person that goes to oh, yeah, a brewery yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is a, is a I think that's why the town is so like said, yeah, it's 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 not it's you know, different. It's, it's, it's not people inviting. slamming vodka and tequila shots. No, man, yeah, it's yeah. it's coming to hang out. Like I said, you can bring your kids, your you dogs, know, well-behaved dogs, dogs, absolutely. Yep. You know, we'll, yep. we'll you know we make it where we want everyone to feel like they can, they're a part of this. Like they have you know like we love feedback. So if you come in, you know, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. You know, we're, yeah. it's hard to hurt our feelings. You know what I mean? Like these be days, honest. we've heard it. We've heard it. Yeah, yeah. So we've had people. Yeah, we've heard everything, good and bad. So I mean, like, but it everything helps us. You know, we get want better. We want it. We want the town to be proud of this too. And I think as as part of like you to be an entrepreneur, to to be someone who's just going to open your own thing, you have to have an ego and confidence enough to know that your product is good, yeah. right? Like yeah. that's a part of this. Yeah. Plan but to be a success. Yeah, yeah. But understand there's going to be roadblocks and you're going to have encounter problems, but plan to be successful. That's the best thing you can do. And on the flip side of that, having uh, an understanding that you do have an ego but that there is an importance for feedback is is also, I think, something that gets, kind of flies under the radar, but is such an important part of yeah. what has kind of driven yeah, us to be we better get to, every, We get to every own every second. success we have, right? Like, we, we're, we're never pointing fingers yeah, at each other. You better other, own right? every flaw you have, too. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, every out. success is ours. Every failure is ours. So it's never like if Bert messes up, I'm not like, you did that. It's like, all right, well, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And then because I'm because next time it's going to be me. <laughs> every, it's going to yeah. be one of our brewers. Like, don't, don't you know, you can't point fingers. Every like, successful just, person has a little bit of an ego. You just have to make sure that thing stays in check and you have the ability to take constructive criticism. And yeah. at times there's been people around me in my circles that, I've given them some pretty hard truth. I'm a direct dude, yeah. and uh, it's just how I roll, and it comes from love all the time. But some people just can't take it sometimes, and I, I think those people end up, you know, you know, failing. Yeah, eventually. and even if not just full on nose diving, just like having a real hard time getting yeah. through some of those those yeah. real Growth truths. Phase. Well, yeah, like you like said, if you've started your own business, you've been humbled, probably. Oh, right? 100%. Like you sat there, you thought you, yeah, you walked in, and then all of a sudden you yeah. get I didn't get the deal. A few or... shots, yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I went out there and selling beer. Like I said, I. You know, my dad got into sales and he said, I hate, I was like, dad, you're a great salesman. He goes, I hated it. I hated yeah. it. I hated doing it. Yeah. He's like, but you have to. Yeah. And like I said, once I, and I, I've done sales for other things and I was not good at it, but like, all right, this is my, this is me, you know, this, this is my craft. So I get out there and like I said, yeah, sometimes you feel like the ugliest kid at the dance, mm -hmm. you know, you go in and like people are brushing you off, whatever, whatever, whatever. You, you no, got to no, go back no, in no, there no. the next week and smile. And, yep. and then all of a sudden, then all the calls start coming in, the orders come coming in, and you're on, on top of the world. Like I said, you got to be able to just like... Take the good with the smile bad. Smile the pride, yeah, and just... So yeah. how many employees do you guys have? Uh, Full-time, it's probably like seven yeah. or eight. And then we have, you know, with the Seasonal beer, staff, obviously. Yeah, yeah probably so another 15. Like 15 yeah. beer tenders. So yeah, it's probably yeah. over... 20 now yeah it's mm -hmm. it's yeah like i said it was for a while the first year or two it was me bert and his wife danny and one or two other beer tenders and we did sales yeah. beer, so where, where do you see beer. this going where where's where's last waves last long wave like, <laughs> right where, where are you it's going staying in point pleasant beach yeah right? that's for <laughs> sure um so yeah we you know that's one of the one of the hardest parts is so growth for us has been a vehicle to to get more beer out there to, to be able to do more interesting stuff, right? So if we have more equipment, we can make more different styles or, or you know, do this stuff that we never could do because we didn't have the time or the effort or the, or the manpower. So growth has, has been 
really just just something that has helped us make better beer i mm -hmm. think um it's never been a driving force to like we have to be way bigger we have to make mm -hmm. more money we have to do this i mean clearly as business owners we want to see it grow continuously mm -hmm. but um it's never been like the driving force behind what we're looking for uh so we've gone a lot of different routes um, you know, we've gone like, oh, all right, what, what can we, what can we do out there? Should we be opening? What's the landscape currently? Should we be opening a production facility and trying to, you know, make this thing tri-state? A van yeah. with taps on it that goes to Crank. festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Crank, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, we, we've gone through a lot of those, those scenarios in our head and, and kind of come upon the idea that if an opportunity presents itself and, and we're kind of feeling good about it in, in the, the smaller scale, I think creating an experience is one of the things that we do best and we know that. And so trying to break in and like really pound the market with, you know, tons and tons of beer is, has never been our goal. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we, we've been exploring opportunities to create, to, to have another you know, smaller space, you know, maybe beach centric, maybe elsewhere, uh, that would allow us to do different stuff. And, in Jersey? and yeah, yeah, I think Jersey, it yeah. makes sense. And just show, so, like, like, like different facets, you yeah, know, like different facets everybody's an onion, you know, like you're not just one thing, you know, like said, so for maybe you know, switch for, it up, have like a small little cozy place that, yeah, like, yeah, just something, yeah. just something, so six things really well. Yeah, only. exactly. I mean, it, so it's a, it's a wide, it's a wide world. And we've, do, we've driven or like, or we've, we've, driven deep into the like all right if we were a production facility yeah. you know like due diligence you yeah like yeah. is this you know we Play looked at out, a, we yeah. looked at a, a twelve thousand square We've foot spot. Thought it out. yeah and we went and looked and we we, we chatted yeah, with other like real yeah, estate there's agents, other there's like, breweries like you've seen the crowlers like the, yeah. the can that was a brewery that like came up with that idea and then they patented it and then they started you know they were selling a brewery those. that started selling the you know like yeah, could we do something like that? that you know what is what is yeah, the need is there, for brewers is there a way to you know so you got to look at all that derivative stuff. of the brewing industry that could get could get there so you know we're as much as we want to continue growing and we will we have packed every time i come to the back with a tape measure the guys back there are like we can't fit any more tanks yeah, <laughs> we just yeah. can't i'm like i think we can yeah. maybe just uh, one more maybe just one <laughs> uh so the growth is is certainly something that's on our minds but it's not our driving yeah. force but we um, want to do what what is comfortable to us what we know we can do you know we don't you know like, you said, like we, again yeah yeah exactly we don't want to just be you know if you're just cranking out something because you can then it's just a product you could be making beer you can be making duct tape you could yeah. be making boots it doesn't matter so this like we like the personal aspect of what we do here so we're trying to figure out well i'm going to be paying attention and yeah. i'm sure whatever it is that you guys yeah. do is going to be successful so one of the things i like to do wrap it up is you know throw another nugget out each right you guys have both dropped some great nuggets and <laughs> again i appreciate your time what is something that you would tell to a young entrepreneur or a young you know, craft beer guy looking or girl looking to launch a business, um, what would you say to them? And both of you kind of rattle off one of those. Uh, so I think, um, hmm, that's a great question. Uh, I think one of, one of my main, you know, contributions to our success or, or you know, when I think has made us very successful as, as partners has been, um, I touched on criticism before mm -hmm. finding someone as a partner that you can argue with mm -hmm. 
-hmm. not, and argues bad word. Argue comes off as like negative, yeah. but it's really not. Mm -hmm. Find someone that you can it's disagree. It's called a conversation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Disagree. We can't do that in this country nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Share ideas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, disagree strongly with while still understanding uh, respect and, and mutual yeah. goal. So yeah. like, you Dis know. You can disagree with the idea. Don't disagree with the person. That's yeah. What yeah. Don't go so after like, them personally. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I think Nick and I do a fantastic job. We disagree all the time. Of course. All the time. And I think that only makes us better. So don't, I would say, you know, to, to anybody looking to open a business, if you're, if you're solo, that's fine. Find some honest feedback, mm -hmm. some, some opportunities for honest feedback. If you're partnering up, make sure that you can have an honest discussion and disagree often to make yourselves and your product better. Yeah, and you're not steamrolling one or the other, or you're the person getting steamrolled. And exactly. Now there's no, again, that goes back to ego. Right? Yeah. yeah. And what about you, Nick? What, what's something? I mean, that was kind of along the lines where I was going. Like, <laughs> well, you had to go different now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, surround your, like Bert's saying is like, don't think you can do it on your own. Surround yeah. yourself with people that you can work with. Like they say, don't get into business with friends. You got to get into business with people that you don't mind seeing every day. Right? Yeah, I don't, I disagree with that. Yeah, don't yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I mean, you just got, yeah. it's like a marriage, right? Like there's friends I don't want to see every day. You know, Bert is not, Bert's a guy that I don't mind seeing every day. Like I said, even when we're not working, we'll meet up to go surf. You, know? well, you guys play off each other well, even, you know, the way that you guys are communicating. Yeah, yeah. The two drastic, you know, personalities. And I think that makes business go forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, it's some of the stuff we've kind of touched on around for me, I think the best advice you get is like, you know, you got to pay attention. Like you don't know what's going to be important until it's important until it's important. Like, so, so one of the things like that I've found when, when you know, like I said, I went out to San Diego and got this, learned a lot there. I met some really cool people that when I had questions, you know, these people have gone off to work in new Belgium and you know, Maui brewing opened their own breweries. Like you got, you, you never like, re, you know, like remember the people you meet, treat people right because you never know when somebody's going to be helping. And it's not necessarily helping. It's like, you got to be willing to help other people. You got to be willing to ask yeah. for help. Build your resources. Yeah, yeah. Build don't your, don't be afraid to ask goods. for help. You can't. Nobody does this alone. You yeah. know, like Bert said, we got our families. You know, pay attention to who you're working with. Like you know, you know, understand that like you know, everybody has a motive, but like you know, you got to work together. Yeah, it's the motive be could be good agendas. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. So scratch give us back, scratch. Yeah, scratch absolutely. Yeah, it's the way it's got to be. So the last question I like to throw out too is again this this is about supporting other local businesses. You know, what's other, you know, a business each that you guys want to give a shout out in town. Of course you want to probably shout out everybody on Arnold Ave. <laughs> oh yeah, Ave. yeah. Um, but you know something that may be a close friend that is looking for some more eyes on them or some more ears on them. Um, you know, hit me with a couple of those. Man, that's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> um hmm yeah, I would ask, you know, anybody that's paying attention, like, look look at your community, right? Like, people think they got to go somewhere to get a specific thing, whether it's like, you know, you're going to buy bread. Like, well, I mean, Joe Leone's makes some of the best bread mm -hmm. you're ever going to see. Like, yeah, you can order your sunglasses, your bathing suits online. Go to, go to a local surf shop. You know, these people care. They're going to give you better advice. You're going to try it on. Um, yeah, we yeah. talked about that with the artist stuff, you know, just stay local. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. your money There's, in your economy. I mean, I think that's what we hope to show is, like, you don't have to go to New York City or Los Angeles to see a good good artwork. Like, there is. So I'm going to pin you, you know, down, though. Who, who's the business you want to shout out? Mm. Uh, let me see. Who? Well, so one of my, all right, so I, I live in Asbury Park, so I'm going to give, like, this is a very 
out there one, there's a store called Unwrapped, mm -hmm. and we're, I would say, pretty eco-conscious. Like, we understand we're trying to minimize our impact. We call it walk lightly. You know, mm -hmm. like, this is this planet is all we have. So, yep. like, you can stomp through it and make your mess, but, like, there's a place called Unwrapped in Asbury Park, and what they do is you can bring in, un like, if you run through your shampoo, they have huge fillable, refillable things where you can come and get your shampoo, get your hand wash it's all naturally made stuff it's no, no chemicals that's cool. and like so you're instead of having to go buy a new plastic bottle every time you do it you can just keep using the same ones clean them out refill them they bring them back do it i think it's a great idea it, yeah. it, like as a business person i'm like i never would have thought this was possible you know they're small now but i think it's a great idea so that's the kind of thing we're like yeah they're selling you can go in there and get like laundry detergent you know bring in whatever you got mason jars yeah, they'll just they don't care they weigh it before they you fill it up they weigh it afterwards that's, that's you a get cool charged. concept you get it. yeah no very different unwrapped for me yeah, it's called unwrapped it's at the shops at the arcade in asbury park on cookman like we're down there maybe that's it's not as interesting out. as the shops you know as all the cool restaurants and shops down there but yeah. it's something different to me i was like this is really cool. No, that's cool. I like that one a lot. Yeah. What about you, Bert? Oh man. Um, honestly, <laughs> I hate to. I don't want to be a cop out, but um, Greg and Grace are doing such a phenomenal job down there. Yeah. Gotta go get coffee. Yeah. Again, I mean, like I, I, I hate driving by on the on the way here and seeing like a line of cars at Dunkin' Donuts when you got so exactly. many. Exactly. Oh, exactly. It still blows my mind. Bridge Ab has DV Tree, which is awesome. We've had yeah. DV Tree on, and yeah. I love oh, them. DV Tree's great too. He's yeah. got a different, you know. You know, they got great yeah. baked goods that Mainland does. Yeah, they got absolutely. great coffee. They got great breakfast sandwiches. And those and people care. Right they're they're going to yeah. remember it. Those people are going to, Greg and Grace are going to remember your order. You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. going to get that personal touch. You're going to get But what quality. blows my mind is that you have that. You have Grace and, and Greg, and you have Rook, and you have Dunkin' Donuts and Point Beach before the bridge and the one on Bridge Ave. And, and personally, I, I think Dunkin' Donuts coffee sucks. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not a fan either, but, uh, and I, I also don't mean to say that Greg and Grace are a cop-out. We've just already talked about them tonight. So no, it's yeah, like, no, I get it's it. one of those like, it's just like really, I, I guess it comes down to like really digging into the quality that you can get locally like looking at the nuance in the coffee of like you're saying dunkin donuts you can get a cup of coffee yep. it is coffee mass produced you're gonna get the caffeine you're yeah. gonna get caffeine you're gonna get coffee um but like seriously savoring a beverage in the morning and really thinking about your day ahead oh i love it it's man every routine it's it's in every single one yeah. of my daily routines is going and getting good coffee and i wish they were open you know, seven days a week. They're not right now <laughs> yeah. you know, because it's winter time. But uh, I love their coffee. Think about this. Let's say you work all day on, you know, your, your Traeger and you're smoking some piece, piece yeah. of meat. And you go and get to eat that meat after X amount of hours of smoking it with your great side dish. That tastes delicious to you because you went and spent the time, understood the ingredients, the sauces that were on it, the, the processes that went into it. If you can go and understand the ingredients that someone else put into their business to bake their cake or to cook yeah, their yeah. piece of exactly. meat. You're able to kind of share in that experience <laughs> with them and, it's, and it is super important yeah. to do that. I try yeah. to do that. Yeah, that brings up Rich at Offshore Barbecue downtown. If you haven't, like that guy, he's a good, he'd be a good interview for this. He, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think he's hit us up a couple times. I don't think him as well. He sweats barbecue, man, that guy. <laughs> Some of the best chicken wings I've ever had, like he's, 
you know, he doesn't try to do everything. He tries to do one thing really well. And yeah, he's and he's he, like I said, he's smoked a watermelon for us. We come in with something. He smoked green. We, we for come, us. yeah, we come to him with weird stuff. Like, like we want to do something different. He's down. You smoked know, yeah. watermelon sour beer was a really cool like opportunity yeah. to work with somebody local and just yeah. like just like, like I said, yeah, another one that. I think my sister in law loved. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, yeah. I appreciate. Oh man, both this is a lot guys. of fun. It's not got, hard for us to talk beers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, and, and you're just you're both. Just great class acts, good dudes, um, and this is what it's about for me. It's easy. I wish I was having more beers with you, and we could yeah, chill another good. hour. One day, but uh, you know, good people to sit around the fire pit and talk about your business and your families and where you guys have uh, built. I love it. It's a much more success. I appreciate you guys. Cheers. Thank you. Cool. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. Salute. Cheers. Have a good one. <laughs>